0: Of Pokemakers.
1: I'm Professor Fierce.
0: And I'm Professor Fierce.
1: But if that's too confusing, you can call us Alex and JD.
0: For some people, Pokemon are pets,
1: others use them for battles. We're
0: here to create all new Pokemon and a world for them to inhabit.
1: Last time,
0: we created My Gym
1: which was an ice-type gym.
0: With the gym leader, Nick. It had a skiing theme and a snowboarding theme with a ski lodge and slope.
1: And we created three-stage Pokémon. Yes! Based on an arctic hair, <laughs> starting with Hareball yeah. who evolves into Slalope, into
0: Lago Mogul. Today, we are creating the final gym for the Ulsea region. It's finally here, but you've gone and I've gone.
1: So who's left?
0: Luckily, this time we have a guest.
2: Yes, it's me! Hi, I'm John. Introduce yourself, John. Who are you? I am John Sebastian Quinpuerta. I am a music writer, but you probably know me as a podcast host on Home Viewing and Them's the Facts. And I do a lot of production work behind the scenes for the Pocket Podcast Network, which is part of why I'm here. Oh, why are you here, John? Well, this will probably be the first episode to drop in this event month with this theme. It's the Pocket Podcast Potluck, everybody. Woo! This is our fall event, and we're trying to get every podcast together to kind of share things that they like about food, but also about like the fall season in general. I know that there's going to be some spookiness happening toward the end of October, but throughout October and November, we're looking at food-themed episodes. So, like over on Home Viewing, we got some food movies queued up. We're excited about it.
0: Fantastic. I'm a little bit nervous about this recording because I'm already kind of hungry, and I'm worried you're going <laughs> to make me <you> stop, <starving>, John. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Before we get going though, John, we have a couple of questions for you. All right, let's get them.
1: First of all, what was your first Pokemon game?
2: So this is one that's had some like contention in my mind for a little while because I didn't have Game Boys growing up. When I was at friends' houses, I would borrow their Game Boys and play as far as I could on Ruby without saving in a night if I was sleeping over. Yep,
0: That was, uh, I was did the exact
2: yep, a, a classic yep. move, a classic move. But then I got a GameCube and then I played Pokemon Coliseum. <laughs> A game that I love uh, to I love death. I love that game yeah. so much.
0: It was a very fresh novel take on the franchise playing like a main series game and kind of being one but also not being one exactly
2: like no gyms but like it was almost like a dungeon crawler in a way what I really loved about it was it was all double battles I mean because most of my exposure was through double battles that's still what I think of as a classic Pokemon experience and this kind of feeds into my favorite Pokemon in a way oh
1: which is what our next question is next question uh John what is your favorite Pokemon
2: so this is a difficult one to answer (laughs) for me
1: it always
0: is it feeds into my next question oh it's difficult
2: well because I really love Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness I'm deep on the evolution train you know Mm -hmm. for a while I would say that it was probably Vaporeon sure I really dug Vaporeon's like groovy style yeah from like a mechanical perspective my favorite Pokemon to battle with is probably Umbreon really
0: interesting. because I
2: did eventually get a hand-me-down game boy and copy of crystal and nice Umbreon can tank the heck out of crystal oh
0: yeah oh yeah Umbreon is the bulkiest most defensive evolution Mm -hmm. that's why Kinds of I'm still very much the kid at heart Where if my Pokemon doesn't just have Four damaging moves I'm like what's the point <laughs> I'm not particularly used to More defensive kinds of Pokemon but awesome
1: Yeah very cool
0: From what I know about your gem already I have a feeling that you might be presenting us with Something of a defensive Pokemon later on today But before we get to that We should probably head to the fame checker So, John, we know already that you're gonna have some
2: kind of food-themed gym. Because yes. it's the Pocket
0: Podcast Potluck. Exactly. What have you got for us?
2: I am thinking it's time to do a restaurant. I know yeah. that there was a restaurant in X and Y. Well, so brief history of restaurants in Pokemon. Because yeah, there have been a few games
0: that have had battle yes. restaurants, like Diamond and Pearl had an area as well. Kalos in X and Y was big on them. The most important one for us to mention, really though, is the Striaton Gym in black and white. Because that was black and white. In Unova, the first region that had gyms with another focus right. going on. And the very first gym in that game was yes. a restaurant. Yeah. That was the first, and to this day, only gym that was multi type focus where you battle whichever starter type is super effective against your type it had the elemental monkeys, Pansia, Pansage, ah. and Pandor. But it's not like they were just there for no reason. Each of them provided a specific thing. The grass type was there for the herbs <laughs> and the vegetables that you would eat in your meal. Yeah. The fire type, because you cook the food. And the water type, because you're using water in cooking a lot mm-hmm. yeah. Boiling things inside So it has got a precedent But we've said on the podcast a few times We're not doing any grass, water, or fire gyms So I already know that that's not what type your gym's going to end up being Nope yeah. So that alone gives it something different As well as the fact that it's a single gym with one focus
2: Exactly I was really thinking that for my gym We could do a steel type mm-hmm. Yeah Yeah. Obviously we're going to build a Pokemon later on But I think my guy's got to have an Aegis slash for his chef's knife, Right? <laughs> (laughs)
1: Oh, nice. Nice.
2: Something in that evolutionary yeah. line.
1: Can I just say that I love so like restaurant type gym? I feel like steel isn't typically what you would think of for food. Yeah, you'd think fire stuff, probably. Right? Fire is yeah.
2: probably
0: where I'd go to first.
1: Well you say steel in relation to a restaurant and I immediately picture the kitchen. Yeah. More so than the exactly. actual restaurant where you've got all of the stainless steel countertops and appliances and everything is shiny and, and kitchen functional. utensils. Yeah, and you've got knives and spoons and it yeah. very much calls to mind more so like the actual cooking part of a restaurant rather than the fine dining aspect and mm. i like that
2: and that's what i was really going for yes. in my thought process i was kind of thinking you know how like in gen three you have that guy standing by the pillars who gives you advice on like yeah. what to do in this gym i mm. kind of thought of him being dressed up like a maitre d or a host <laughs> or something I like, like that. that yeah and then you walk through the double doors and you've got a couple of waiter trainers but most of the trainers are like sous chefs yeah. or like sauciers like all guys in like chef's outfits you got a mix between waiters and kitchen staff yeah. as the trainers
0: so again that's cool because the striat and gym the gym leaders were the waiters and you never really enter the kitchen whereas here if the focus is more on the kitchen that sets it apart quite a bit yeah with some of our other gyms tom's gym in particular comes to mind our dragon type gym where it's a board game cafe and we said like the front area was a cafe bit but then when you enter the gym that's more the board game area i'm picturing you've got the restaurant area at the front and that's one thing but then the actual gym itself Mm -hmm. you go
2: out the back i'm thinking about all the happy npcs up front being like oh this is delicious or something like that you know (laughs) they have all the incidental dialogue that you can have but then you go through those double doors into the kitchen oh and I think fun little feature much like an actual kitchen only one side of the door is in and one side of the door is out is kind of what I'm thinking Yes. (laughs) from this I've got
0: to assume then that the gym leader is the head chef
2: oh absolutely it's the executive chef by a
0: mile (laughs) so where do you want to go from here do you want to tell us more about the actual gym do you want to tell us about the gym leader
2: well the gym leader it's me but in like a chef's outfit yep
0: that's fine I'm thinking
2: those classic gingham slash Checkerboard kitchen pants, and a nice
0: big tall chef hat.
2: Yeah, like a big toque on the top yep, of it, yep. but like tilted kind of like sideways a little bit, so you can see like a streak of purple in my hair. Nice. <laughs> the chef top. When you think about what Gordon Ramsay's wearing in Hell's Kitchen, it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. or ratatouille, <laughs> or <was> ratatouille. Also <laughs> I was my going to say. In my
1: head. <laughs> okay,
2: so I do want to say this now. At least one of the sous chefs or one of the lower level trainers <laughs> is going to have a ratatouille. Yes! And his name can be Pene instead of Linguini. It'll be fine. Or you could call the trainer Remy. Oh, yeah. Woo, yes. I like calling the trainer Remy and having him throw out a ratata. It's completely different. In Ratatouille, Remy
0: was the rat. Here, Remy's the human. It's completely different. Exactly. There we go. Is your gym leader's name also John?
2: Yeah, Gym Leader John, I think.
0: Yep, that's absolutely fine.
2: Or Chef John.
0: Although actually to be fair, it could also just be a gym leader chef. <laughs> Is an option.
2: It's not a terrible idea. I kind of like gym leader John better than gym leader chef. I'm thinking like me, but in my 40s basically. Sure, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: A little bit older. That's nice. We talked about this on Alex's episode, but we made Sandra be a much older character because most of our gym leaders happen to be in their 20s or 30s. <laughs> yeah. Having someone a little older was nice.
2: Most of the exec chefs you see, at least in the food scene around here, are at least in their 30s, but more likely in their 40s or 50s. Yeah. Alright, let's talk gym puzzle. Gym yeah. puzzle.
0: We've already got an idea of the layout you mentioned because it's got a one Way in and out. Mm -hmm. I can picture a route through it, relatively linear, but again, going around the kitchen, not just wherever you like throughout it.
2: Right. I think each trainer has a course. You've got an appetizer. You've got a soup. Each chef does something different. You've got your saucier. You got one person who's doing like the gelato palate cleansers. Yeah. You've got your soup chef. You've got your sous chef. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ooh, ooh, poultry course You got a skarmory Yeah Yeah, yeah I'm also thinking though Maybe there's questions about How to pair the food Sure
1: Nice
2: I'm thinking of the quiz gym Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah Mm -hmm. The classic Yeah, the
2: one in Kalos specifically The
0: one that's in the Eiffel Tower variant
2: Yeah, in the Eiffel Tower, exactly Where there are like ways around the battle But you can still choose to battle
0: Yes, I think that one
2: You are given a question
0: And there are three trainers And no matter what You still battle at least once
2: Exactly But
0: if you go to the correct answer You just battle the one time Or you can go to the wrong answers Yeah that trope goes back To the original games Blaine's Gym Where it's just Get the question right Or battle the trainer Or you can just choose To battle the trainer I don't like it where They make you feel like The correct choice Is to try and not Battle the trainers I like encouraging Doing more battles in gyms I
2: don't want a way To avoid the battle entirely But maybe to determine How the battle goes So maybe the chefs Are asking for Different ingredients Or something And choosing an ingredient Corresponds to like What Pokemon the chef Is going to play Oh
0: interesting Yeah yeah. I
2: feel like there's a way to build in kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure element to it where you still mm-hmm. have to go through all the battles, yeah. but you can, like, dictate which Pokemon you're going to end up battling. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. That's just one thought. Something to kick around. It would have to be done in a
0: way where you understand which choice leads to which Pokemon to battle. Or to have some idea.
2: Not even yeah. necessarily that you completely know, but that you've got... Yeah, there's a hint.
1: Meltan Steel versus...
2: Versus Magnemite or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. It has a Pokemon name in it sure. that sort of hints towards... Which of these Pokemon do you want to fight, essentially? Okay, yeah. I do have to throw out an alternative puzzle mechanic. Yeah, let's go for it. um, That came to mind. I do like the one that we've come up with, but I feel like someone needs to point out a Cooking Mama-esque. Yes! (laughs) Um, yes. Something or other uh, where, like, I need help with this dish, and you do a little chop and you, you know, <laughs> put the dish together or whatever. We have the technology. That can have work. you
2: learned cut
0: yet? <laughs> well, as far back as Generation 3, you've had, like, PokeBlock where you mix the berries together, Poffin, and mm-hmm. Hurry in the most oh, recent yeah, you games. Got oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Drinking. Yeah. Give me Pokemon Cooking Mama.
0: There have been a lot of different cooking themed mini games in Pokemon. Cooking
1: Mawile. Yeah. But I do, I do like the opinion giving Well,
0: I think you incorporate those together. They ask you for your opinion and then you help them prepare it. In yes. Some way. Sure, yeah, you
1: could do both.
0: And then you're like, okay, this is for this Pokemon. Battle it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm thinking your character isn't in the room at first. And then the gym leader eventually comes in and tries the food and is like, well, this is delicious. This is incredible. Who's responsible for this delicious food? And then the player steps forward. <laughs> That's
2: a wonderful, wonderful little intro right there. I like it a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Because you can't, you can't do the Gordon Ramsay thing of having them. This no. is the worst food I've yeah, ever eaten in my not. life. This is absolutely disgraceful. Not. <laughs> no,
2: I am a supportive chef. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: yeah. this is Gordon Ramsay with children.
1: Yeah, Pokemon, <laughs> Pokemon is for kids. Yeah.
0: Well, John, I think we're all wrapped up on that point. So, what's it time for?
2: It's time for Who's That Pokemon?
0: We're going into this knowing a little
2: bit more than we tend to about the Pokemon already. Like, we know it's
0: going to be a Steel-type and we know it's going to be food-themed.
2: Yes, so I was kind of thinking, I know that there are a lot of pig Pokemon out there. (laughs) There's a couple. But I was kind of thinking of, like, a Truffle Pig.
1: Oh! Hmm.
2: Maybe, like, a Ground Steel-type. Been done, though. What pigs are there? I want to think.
0: Swinub. Swinub. Spoink. Spoink and Grumpig.
2: And the Tepig line are, like, the ones... Those are the ones that I'm thinking of, too. I've seen them so much because that's around when I started playing Pokemon, <laughs> Truffle fig. Let me look up a Truffle fig to see. It, like,
1: is there a distinct? Look? So
2: it tends to be your standard furry hog. Hog is good. Hog is good as well. If we Ooh. can lean towards hog.
1: Did you say furry or hairy? I
2: said furry, but it really is a bit more hairy.
1: Yeah, sort of steely bristles.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. That could work.
1: There's ways to style it. Just because an animal has been done before, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you can't do it again. Oh, there yeah. are so many cat Pokemon. There's yeah. a new cat Pokemon every generation. So
2: I'm kind of thinking this could be a two-stage Pokemon. You got oh, yeah. the little buddy, the little. Striped Piglet, and that's Trufflet. Uh,
1: That's a great name.
2: (laughs) Wow, you've come prepared with names. That makes our job so much easier.
1: Names are always the hardest.
2: So I think it looks like that steelish metallic thing, but with a mix of browns yeah. and stuff like that in there. And the baby is very small. <laughs> the baby looks like it could fit in my little pocket on my chef's uniform. A little teacup pig kind of thing. Eee. Yeah, but there's no such thing as an actual teacup pig. And I it know. grows yes. into a full-on hog. That's that's what I'm thinking. Big hog, tusks, everything. What people call teacup pigs are still
0: smaller than regular pigs, right? I mean, they grow and get much larger, but even though yeah, they are like pot smaller belly or cune cune. than kunekune. yeah. Species. Species of full-grown pig,
2: smaller than your standard meat pig. Yeah, because pigs are.
1: Huge. Pigs are very big. They're bigger than you expect them to big be. Big
2: pig.
0: They're not babe. Oh yeah. Very big. I like
1: tusks. Tusks is fun, especially for steel type, because they yeah, can be metallic. Yeah,
0: yeah, if we push them more towards that hog.
1: I'm picturing it in my head as it has an exaggeratedly large nose because it's a it's a sniffer pig. Exactly,
2: with like little tusks coming down, maybe like ooh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe some spots around the side where you don't know if it's spots or if it's dirt. It
1: could be flavored a little bit as like rust. Like if it's steel oh, type. Because Yeah, kind of yeah, a
2: rusty yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Do you know, rust is not a thing that is done at all in Pokemon. Right? This could be the rusty Pokemon. As it forages in the wild weather, rust forms on its bristles.
1: And then you get that fun orangey color.
2: Yeah, here's
0: one thing about Pokemon that has confused me since I was 10. Steel type feels to me like it should be weak to water. Yeah! And that water rust... should make it rust. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like,
0: I'm sorry, you're telling me that steel takes more damage from being punched <laughs> by a human being. <laughs> than by rusting and eroding. (laughs) I don't believe you. What are truffles? It's one of those things. I hear the term a lot. It's like, oh, this fancy, delicacy thing. But
2: what are they actually? Truffles are mushrooms that grow underground in these big spherical shapes. And they are so expensive. Mm -hmm. They are... Consider delicacies because they're very hard to find, but they're also expensive because the middlemen who buy the truffles from the people who hunt the truffles really rip them off and then inflate the price a lot.
1: Can we have Team Astro come in and start doing some? Ooh, they could be. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Team Astro would definitely evolve
0: in some. Some truffle 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 laundering? Oh, I kind of like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Side note, maybe we end up having to make a separate truffle Pokemon later.
1: Oh, as like a pair. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I like
0: that. Your restaurant ends up being like, no, we only get the most ethically sourced travel. Yes. <laughs> like,
2: and Team Astro are trying to poach them in. Okay, I have a great name for this pig, by the way. Go for it. So there is a breed of pig in Spain known for its ham, the Serrano pig. Uh-huh. So I think I remember hearing the Them's the Facts episode about this. Oh, I what? talked about a Baraco, which are the uh, the next level up. Yes. <laughs>
0: Okay, but yeah. I, I'm sure I remember hearing something about fancy pigs on them. The
1: fact, yes. <laughs>
2: so I have one for you. Ferano, spelled Ferrano, spelled F E R R A N O, is the name of the hog, right? Because ferris is the term for like something that's iron.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because of course, like the elemental FE symbol is, is
2: Fe yeah, for iron. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: Trufflet and Ferrano. Yeah,
1: no, I like that. Like, that's about how a Pokemon name works.
0: Yeah. So, like, truffles are one of the things. Food in general is fascinating, right? So often, the best, fanciest food, the delicacies of the world, are actually disgusting when you get down and think about them. (laughs) Oh, yes. They're these fungal mushrooms that grow underground. (laughs) They're fish eggs. They're this, they're that, whatever. I love that juxtaposition with your fancy restaurant. And then you've got this pig that is out there finding these fancy food. But it's a pig... And it's such and a it's, dirty it's pig It's a dirty pig And so he's it's a dirty boy rust. Like you would think like Oh this, this fancy gourmet restaurant They're gonna have the most elegant Pokemon It's gonna be such sleek silver Shining new blades But no
2: And this hog is like my best bun
0: In actuality it's this rusty pig Because that's how it's actually Yes Yeah
1: Because this is a guy who's going out into the world And like getting his ingredients himself Yes Like it's all locally sourced Ooh
2: there's my entry There's my entry I enter in from a foraging run Yeah at the, At the end, end of yeah. the gym At the time Yeah Yeah
1: <laughs> Like that's perfect And that gives so much character To like It could be
2: fun too To be able to eventually Forage yourself And then truffle yourself An astronomical amount Of the Pokemart Or something like that
1: <laughs> That's what I'm thinking I'm thinking we yeah. have an area Just south of this town Probably Or one of the shards Gives your Pokemon The ability to sniff out truffles yeah. Maybe And well, you can look around for them
0: I think probably Not necessarily truffles Yeah, yeah. It probably helps you find Other food items Or other rare items yeah. As well yeah. It's essentially an Elemental shard Fulfilling a similar role To the item finder yeah.
2: And that could be the shard That my gym leader gives it it, Like a foraging Focus be.
0: shard absolutely. Yeah Absolutely could be Like at the same time It could be the grass Elemental shard That helps you do that Because yeah. if you're finding yeah. Food in particular There's a few different ways I can see going about that
1: Yeah That's stuff for Oh yeah picky absolutely little stuff for later <laughs> But it is mm-hmm. a very good concept And I, I really do think That mm. we should have Something that ties in Yeah
2: And as far as the rest Of my team goes I know I want to get An Incinatar in there Because somebody needs To fire the food <laughs> Right like, Yes Fire steel works beautifully. I want to come back to the type though. Like obviously
0: steel, you mentioned ground at one point and it definitely could be, but also grass strikes me. What if it is grass and that's why it's got this connection to truffles? Ooh. That's a, a thought.
2: That's a thought too. I kind of like that. I was going back and forth honestly because so much of it is sniffing around in the dirt and digging. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like a ground pig has been done.
0: Yeah, swine up and pile of swine. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. So I think a steel grass pig, I think that's pretty interesting. And it could maybe like have like little mushrooms growing on the back you know
0: Ooh. yeah like, yeah yeah you've got the rust that's also got like yeah it would definitely still get some ground type moves and such yeah like yeah, especially yeah, like yeah. the mud moves like mud spray and, oh absolutely uh, mud yeah. sport and mud slap mud slap yeah grass steel has only been done on ferraseed and Ferrothorn. they're the only grass steel types in the game so that's yeah, another so cool
1: thing it's not a common mm. type it's
0: style. not a common type and apart from fire which also fits very flavorfully you're in the restaurant what's the one thing that defeats your food fire there we go <laughs> I like it. Apart from that weakness to fire, it's a very good, strong defensive type.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm
0: imagining in its evolved state, I'm imagining this pig is a big pig and like a low oh, yes. pig as well. You think about the pigs we've had in Pokemon. They're either swine, which is weirdly tall mm. and it ends up going into a mammoth thing, or they end up bipedal. Both Grumpig and Embor end up bipedal.
2: Yeah, this is absolutely a quadrupedal pig, low to the ground, kind of like the Basset Hound of Pigs is kind of what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah. So like
2: tall, <laughs> talking about ways
0: to make this distinct from the other pigs already done, it's shape. I'm thinking it's long and big.
2: Burly, yeah. Burly boy.
0: It's got a physique that more closely resembles a pig.
2: Because my gym leader is gonna be kind of burly, because I'm a pretty burly guy. I kind of want this to look like the beginning of 101 Dalmatians, where it's like the dogs (laughs) and the owners go together. This chef and this pig were made for each other, you know? Yeah, I like that. I'm not trying to put anything on you. But, like,
0: thinking about knowing what you look like and stuff and knowing your character's going to be a chef, a particular character from pop culture came to my mind. And I don't know how well, John, you know Ace Attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, which which character
2: specifically are you talking about? If you if Google Ace Attorney Chef Armstrong. No. Watch this be like the exact image that I had for my character almost. Not quite. Not quite. Obviously.
0: Different personality. I'm not saying that at all.
2: Imagine this guy, but with hair all over his arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. Maybe not the hot pink i would forgotten that his clothes were all pink But a similar vibe, I will say Yes Other pop culture direction The husband of the teacher from Full Metal Alchemist Is kind of a vibe that I was going for too Bear with us Sig Curtis Big dude, big muscles, beard, pot belly Yeah, huh? Yeah Yeah, yeah. Very broad Yes like-
1: Oh, he reminds me of the husband from Kiki's Delivery Service
0: <laughs> Yeah <Or>, uh, Aura. <laughs> yes Tom Dupont from Miraculous Ladybug
1: yeah just like a big that burly a cooking guy <laughs> yeah now that
0: I'm thinking about this I think it seems to be just a trope to have very large intimidating presence person who cooks and is actually quite soft and pleasant
1: yeah that's a trope and I love it
0: <laughs> it's a good trope the dad in
1: Luca was- <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. <dad> in Luca. <laughs>
0: It's just a trope for big burly intimidating presence food related actual big softy. Yeah. <laughs> His name's a Trufflet, yeah. Piglet Trufflet, yeah. That feels really strong to me. Ferrano. I
1: like Ferrano. It's
0: less obvious. But it's there.
1: It cuts a little bit deeper, but I like it's it. S- I like it because it sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah. It's it like <laughs> much like truffles. Ah, oh, yes, this very fancy food, but like it is just a mushroom. Mm-hmm. It's just a pig.
0: Yeah. Gosh, yeah, the rust aesthetic and giving it tusks when it's evolved, yeah. Was there anything else about the Unevolved Forms physique? I'm thinking the rust is probably not quite there. It hasn't gone out as far as yet. So maybe it's maybe it's almost shiny. It's new. It hasn't had the experience yet.
2: Oh, absolutely. And it's adorable. It is the cutest thing you've yeah, ever yeah. seen. <laughs> and the nose is definitely smaller. So the orange on Ferrano is going to be from the rust. Yes. <laughs>
0: the rest of Ferrano and also on Trufflet, we just make another color entirely yeah. that stands out.
1: Probably like a metallic looking? Yeah, it could just like, be like brownish. a sleek,
2: stainless yeah. silver steel. Yeah. And maybe since we're going grass type, maybe the hooves can be wooden almost. Ooh, Ooh I yeah. like that. Actually, I forgot we were going
0: grass type. Maybe while it's still metallic, we lean into that and have a greener color. Yeah,
2: like a slightly green tinged gray. Yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, The only other thing I want from these Pokemon then
2: are a handful of abilities. Oh boy, abilities are my big blind spot, so let's, okay. let's figure this Me out.
0: Me too. <laughs> That's okay. What's something you would like this pig to be able to do?
2: There's that one move when the Pokemon smells the other Pokemon and it makes it so that it's more accurate I don't know. It's But that's a move, not an ability. But I'm thinking something to do with the nose, if we can. Maybe the ability prevents the Pokemon from changing its evasiveness level. I was also thinking, I did just remember another ability. I was thinking Shed Skin might make sense because of like the Rust okay. layer. Oh
1: yeah. That's a fun one that you would only typically see in a certain kind of Pokemon, getting put on something else for like flavorful reasons that I quite like.
0: Keen Eye, which prevents other Pokemon from lowering its accuracy.
2: Keen Nose. Keen Nose? I kind of like Keen Nose.
0: And like if we're doing Keen Nose and it's something... something... Something related to accuracy, existing players are already going to be like, oh, I get it. It's kind of like Keen Eye, but a different exactly. So rather than just it preventing its accuracy from being lowered, it prevents other Pokemon from raising their own evasion. Yeah. Yeah. So like, say something uses Double Team, it's going to be like, oh no, I know which one's the real one because the others don't smell like you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so that's fun. Oh, wait, hang on. Pickup. Oh. At the very least it's got to have pickup. It's that classic little early game ability. Yes, I agree. That's
1: exactly what it does. Trufflet's
2: gonna have pickup for
1: sure. I think
0: they could both have pickup, and we could say they actually have a unique pickup chart compared to other Pokemon, and mm. at the very top high on the chart would be it can sometimes pick up truffles. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There's other ways to get truffles as well, where you take it to go and do a thing, but also it can sometimes get them after battle if it's, like, high enough
2: level and... Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I really like Shedskin a lot. Do you think they both have that? Or probably just... just
1: the big one. I-, I
2: think probably just Ferrano, yeah. I kind of like Cheek pouch a little bit cheek pouch yeah oh, okay cheek
1: pouch is good. it showed
2: up on the list typically one that
0: squirrely pokemon have
1: works pretty well for food oriented cheek pouch
0: so this is the hidden ability it's got cheek pouch but that would change to shed skin when it evolves yeah that's what i'm thinking do we have oh. anything else we want to say about trufflet and Ferrano no i think they're pretty solidly built pokemon yeah nice. those came together <laughs> really quick definitely solidly built <laughs> 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 big <laughs> big Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Yeah, it was a pleasure to be here. Where can people find you on the internet, John? Well, you can find me hosting Home Viewing or Them's the Facts on the Pocket Podcast Network. You can find my writing about singles and different music and stuff on the singlesjukebox.com where we rate singles out of 10 and then average them to find pop music to the second decimal point. You can also find my personal Twitter at, at JohnMakesMixes. It's locked because I'm a working man, but I will probably let you in. <laughs> As a reminder, this episode is part of the
0: Pocket Podcast Network's Pocket Podcast Potluck Event Months Season. <laughs> at the time you're hearing this, there might not be other episodes as part of the event yet, but there certainly will be. Go and check out the other shows on the network to hear more food-themed Fun Times episodes. In the meantime, thank you for listening to Poker Makers.
1: And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us.
0: You can find other cool shows on the network, such as... Home Viewing. Them's The Facts.
1: And our other show, Sorted.
0: <laughs> our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara.
1: And while you're there on Twitter, you can find us at Poker Makers.
0: You can also find us both individually I'm at codename JD,
1: And I'm at Pachu P-T-C-H-E-W.
0: If you have any concepts or art or ideas or anything you'd like to share with us at all related to Pokemon and Fakemon, we would love to see it. Please share. But until next time, Gotta, gotta Make'em make All!
1: Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.
2: Do you like the Dresden Files novels, tabletop role-playing games, improv, adventure, or butt jokes? If not, I don't know if we can help you. Hi there, this is Michael, the host and game master for Green Mountain Mysteries, a Dresden Files RPG actual play podcast about four ersatz heroes fighting wizards and monsters in Burlington, Vermont. Come for the grand urban fantasy adventure full of diverse characters. Stay for the many butt jokes. Seriously, one of the players is playing a proctologist. It's just chef's kiss. You can listen to new episodes of Green Mountain Mysteries every Wednesday on the Pocket Podcast Network or wherever fine podcasts are sold.